Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. Some talk shows think all of their opinions are right. This one, this one knows they are. This is Perception is Reality. Christopher H. Bilbrey is a no-nonsense, well, maybe a little bit of nonsense, political activist, local government watchdog, and all-around good Hoosier and God-fearing American citizen. Is this guy for real? Holding lawmakers accountable and educating citizens on the importance of participating in their local government with a dab of national and world politics and a little pop culture and maybe some real-life common sense. This, this is, is Perception is Reality. And this is Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bang your head. All right, well, we're back with another really big show. I want to thank you for tuning in to this, the 36th episode of Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey, and as you can hear, I was definitely not quote-unquote ended, which the email said I would be on the 1st, and since we're now... Several days into September, apparently that didn't happen, thank God. I didn't think that it was going to happen, but you know, it's better to be safe than sorry. So I want to thank all of you that are listening, all of you that are joining in, whichever way you listen, whether it be Google Podcast or iHeartRadio or iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or TuneIn, or if you're listening at the home link, at perception.fireside.fm. I want to thank you for tuning in however you so choose. And I want to ask you to continue sharing this show, spreading the message, Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, perception.fireside.fm. Tell all of your friends and your family, spread these episodes. We have a lot of really big important work ahead of us specifically coming up in the next couple months we are well inside the 2019 municipal elections in the state of indiana and i want to say this i know we have a lot of listeners in indiana not just in muncie not just in winchester but all over the state of indiana and elections are going on everywhere But we also have a lot of listeners outside of Indiana. And I know that you guys might not be going through elections right now. But what I talk about, even when I talk about the really specific issues facing specific towns and cities like Winchester or Gaston, Muncie, Richmond or whatever, when I talk about those instances... Yes, they can definitely help people in Indiana because basically the laws are the same. Out of Indiana, I know there are tiny differences here or there, but the big overall program is basically the same. Bettering local government through citizen involvement can be done across the border everywhere in all 50 states. 
We want to be citizens who are engaging our officials. We want to be asking questions. We want to be demanding answers. We want to be expecting transparency and accountability. And we want to be informed. We understand that both sides have valid points, and specifically on the local government scene, Republican, Democrat, Independent, Libertarian, Green Party, whatever, it really doesn't matter because that doesn't have much to do with the national level, okay? So that's a really big thing that I want to make sure everybody knows. So, what's today's show about, okay? I have a lot of information, a lot of things that we're going to be getting to over the next couple weeks and months. I have a lot of work that I'm currently trying to get shaped into shows. I have some things that I want to talk about, but it'll make more sense at a later date. I have a couple interviews that I'm working on. I have a couple things that I'm going to be working on that will be released here soon, but Right now, we're kind of in free form because there's not a whole hell of a lot going on. Okay? So, in preparing for this show, I want to say, for all of you that haven't listened to episode 35, it was the one from last Saturday, go back and listen to that. It was a gag episode. We didn't have a whole lot going on, and an interview had fell through. We're going to do it at a later date. So instead of preparing a whole nother show, I did a little bit of a gag episode. At least go back and listen to the last 10 minutes of the show. It's worth it. It's a gag. It had to do with me being quote-unquote ended. Go back and listen to that. But we are back at work, doing the serious work, and trying to bring citizens together, working for their local government, even though we may be on different sides and we may agree or disagree or believe different things. On the local level, common sense should rule the day. So in writing for this episode, I wanted to talk about civil engagement, civil discourse, engaging with each other, our candidates and our local officials, how we should agree, disagree, and my personal philosophy when dealing with local politics. So on the other side of this break, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about that. I know we have in the past, but I want to hit it hard. You're listening to Perception is Reality. I'm Christopher H. Bilbrey. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. Well, all right, I am back. And we might as well just go ahead and get into it now before somebody really does end me. And we can't get this information out. So, let's get into it. Folks, ah, while I've been planning and writing for this episode, I've been thinking about how I wanted to get this information out, what exactly I wanted to say, and how I wanted to approach this. Because right now, I'm not really having a lot of fun with all of this. We always get to this point in the election, where it seems like we're bogging down and it's the same repetitive stuff. And I guess I just want to talk a little bit free form for a moment. So, this election cycle is not my first rodeo. Some people involved with this 
have been doing this for years and years and years. And some people have only been doing this since May. And some people have only been doing it since January, or last year was their first year. And so everybody is at different points. And then, going off that, we also have to go back to the election from 2016, the presidential election cycle, where people were traumatized. I don't know that anybody should have been traumatized, I don't know that it's right for anybody to act like any of this stuff is makes you crazy because it's just politics. Yes, it's important. And yes, it's very, very important on the national level. But everybody can step away from this for a second and say, okay, let these idiots continue on. I'm going to take a breather and I'm going to make sure that I'm okay mentally and physically. And then tune back into it, and that happens, okay? But I want to make sure that we are understanding how the game is played, because this is not, as I've said multiple times, my first rodeo. I have ran for office a couple different times. I have been on the committee to elect many candidates, many candidates for many different offices from town government to city and county governments to state government. And I have worked for some national level candidates as well. But local has always been my bag. Okay? So I have also, with that being said, worked entire campaigns in which I haven't been supportive of a candidate in a specific race, but I have been specifically against a candidate. And the best, most recent example of that would have been when I was running a campaign against Sean Byram. Okay, and Sean Byram, for those of you that don't know, is currently the outgoing mayor of Winchester. In 2018, he ran a campaign while he was mayor as a first term mayor. He ran for state representative of District 33, and he had high hopes to go up to the state house. The state level Democrats had high hopes for him to go to the state house. He was the favorite to win. And a first-time candidate who had never held political office before and never ran a campaign for himself beat him. Now, I know that J.D. had a lot of weight behind him and had a lot of uh, support, but I believe wholeheartedly that Sean Byram's total annihilation throughout the entire 33rd House District which is all of Randolph County, all of Jay County, and portions of Delaware County, came because of my campaign against Sean Byram. We were relentless. And there were times in that campaign when people would say, Oh, dude, you're being personal. Man, you need to lighten up a little bit. Oh, you're being personal. It's, oh, that's a little... 
and uh, people would get a little incensed and they would say, oh man, you're beating a dead horse or you're doing this and blah, blah, blah. Listen, folks, here's my personal philosophy when it comes to local politics, okay? Nothing is personal and everything is personal. When I say I don't deal in the personal, I mean... I don't go after kids of politicians. I don't go after wives or husbands. I don't go after moms or dads. I don't care if an elected official is gay or straight or black or white. None of that crap matters, okay? And for somebody to say anything that I do is a personal attack is outright lying and it's bullshit. However, the flip side of that is, yes, it is personal, because the candidate that I'm going against, for example, Sean Byram, wanted to win. He wanted that job. He wanted that to improve his family. Yeah, he was doing it because he said that he wanted to help the citizens and this and that, and I don't know if I agree with that or not. But I knocked him out of a position that he wanted, and so he looks at that as being personal. Now, I didn't talk about his finances or this or that, and so I didn't get personal personal. But it is personal. It is personal. Who are we kidding? So I'm experiencing that right now, and I want to talk about this. My personal philosophy in local elections is this. I am a conservative I am a Republican. If you want to call me a right-leaning libertarian, that's fine. I believe in limited government. I believe in personal freedoms. I believe in the Second Amendment. I'm a strong supporter of the First Amendment. I have no problem with gay marriage. Okay? I think that uh, we need to take a serious look at the legalization of marijuana, possibly other drugs. All right? We could have that discussion. Okay, discussions need to be had. Civil discourse and engagement in the political process needs to increase. That's what I believe. Okay, when I ran for office, I ran as Republican because that's the values in my mind that I hold. I might not be your type of Republican, you might say I'm not a Republican. I get people tell me that I'm not conservative while at the same time I'm getting yelled at for being too conservative, okay? I support, however, various candidates because who I support versus what I run as is two separate things. I've supported lots of Democrats and lots of Republicans on the local and state-ish level. Now, on the national scene, I tend to support more Republicans than Democrats, hands down across the board. There's very few Democrats or left-leaning progressives that I support. However, I can have conversations with them, I don't get all incensed, and I think that shit needs to stop from both sides. But on the local level, I've said it episode after episode after episode, Democrat, Republican, Green, Libertarian, that stuff does not matter. When you're talking about Firebase DMS, when you're talking about paving a road, 
when you're talking about police and fire protection, conservative, Republican, Democrat, liberal, that shit doesn't play. It don't really matter. Now, you might look at the budget and say, I am more fiscally responsible. And so, yeah, that might start to factor in there. But on the local level, putting Republican or Democrat by your name only matters for the primary election for what sets of voters are going to vote for you and what party house you're going to go to and what's going to be on your signs. Common sense is what wins with me. And so I'm telling you, myself, Christopher Bilbrey, as a Republican, if I have an election where there are 10 candidates running and five are Republican and five are Democrat, and all five Republicans are idiots and do not have common sense, and five Democrats have common sense, I will support all five Democrats. Don't you dare call me a Democrat. You don't have a right to call me anything. Well, you do. You can call me anything. But that doesn't mean that's what I am. As I don't get to call you what you are. On the local level, we all should be common sense seekers. The person and the man and the woman and the plan that says common sense is what I'm after. Now, how does that break down to civil discourse? Civil discourse, discourse being conversation is intended to enhance understanding, okay? We should respect both of the participants. Now, Nora Powell, running for city council in Muncie, does not respect me. How do I know she doesn't respect me? Because she's telling people that I am supporting other candidates against her and that I don't want her to win because she's spurred my sexual advances. And to that I say, shame on you, Nora Powell. You're full of shit. That's slander. And you, by God, better believe that you have made it personal. And anybody out here who says, Oh, you're making another Nora post. What are you on her dick? Are you or you you're mad because of this or that? Don't you shouldn't you give it a break? No, because it's the campaign season. No, because we're 30 some days away from early voting. No, because we're 60 some days from the election day. If you don't like seeing it, scroll past. Maybe you need to take a break. But don't tell me I'm a bad guy. Because ask yourself what you would do when someone tells you, imagine if you were Audie Barber, or imagine if you were some other person that she's made false rape claims against. No police reports have been filed. What I say is, if you're going to make a claim against me, then do it with the police department, make a police report, and let's take it to court. 
because then we'll have our day in court and I can swear and you can swear and the truth will prevail. Ah, no, 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 but she doesn't want to do that because that's a crime making a false report. So you better best by God believe I will stand up and defend myself. And this crap of, well, we can't say this about her because she's a woman. No, 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 honey. This is 2019. Women want the right to be where they are. And by God, they should deserve the right to be where they are. I know tons of women that are fantastic. More women than men. But you don't get to use that card when it suits you because you don't like the level of topic of conversation or how it's going. That doesn't fly. Okay? That does not fly with me and it shouldn't fly with you. So I have this to say. I appreciate each and every one of my listeners and each and every one of my supporters. And I don't want to piss anybody off, all right? But politics is the nature of the beast here. And the nature of the beast is half the people are going to like what I say and half the people are going to not like what I say. That's where it comes down to agreeing and disagreeing. We need to get to an understanding where we know and just expect that nobody agrees with anybody 100% of the time and nobody disagrees with anybody 100% of the time. As much as I railed against Sean Byram and people said, oh, it's personal, it's personal. You know what? If I didn't do what I did with Mr. Byram, he might very likely be our state representative for District 33 right now, and that would be just absolutely treacherous. So I do what I know works, and I'm going to continue doing what I know works. But even though I railed against him the way that I did, there's still things that he's done that I support. There's still things that he's done that I think were fantastic. And I understand that he's capable of being a good guy. Nobody's all good. Nobody's all bad. I don't agree with anybody 100% of the time, and I don't disagree with anybody 100% of the time. And for each and every one of the thousands of the listeners of this show and the Facebook Live platform, I say, my God, I love each and every one of you. If you listen because you agree, if you listen to get the information to hate me, to argue and to debate, if you listen to make fun of me, I love you all because you're listening. Okay? But for the ones that disagree with me, there are going to be times that we're going to find ourselves on the same side of an, an argument. That's just going to happen. And for the ones that agree with me, and there are a lot of people that listen that agree, obviously you're going to listen more if you agree than if you disagree. But for the ones that are agreeing with me, 
Listen, let me tell you a little secret. Psst. There are going to be times that we disagree. And that's okay. Husbands and wives disagree. Mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters and children and parents and friends, they all disagree. So in a situation such as politics, it's understandable that we're going to disagree. You might not like the way that I ask a question or the question that I even like. I might not like your approach to something. We might agree on a big picture item, but we don't like how each other goes about it. You know, there was a big fight in Winchester in 2016, 17, 18, the Winchester House drug treatment facility, and there were like a strong 50 of us that were hardcore against it, and then we won the support of the other community. And among those 50 people that were against it, there were groups. There were like three or four of us that believed this and we were against it. And then there were three or four others over here that didn't necessarily fall into the same category as us, but they were still against it. And then there were a group of two or three over here that had another reason. And then there were a group over here, and those groups, they believed some of the first group, they believed some of the second group, but they didn't believe. But the thing was, we all had the same goal. Now, all of the strong 50 of us, we might have had another issue come up, and some of us were for or against that, and some of us were the opposite. But we were able to keep our head about us because we understood it's okay to disagree. It's politics, man. Think back to the primary. When you've got four and five of the same candidate running for one office, you've got Republicans supporting various candidates, but they're still all Republicans. And you've got Democrats running for the same office, and you've got supporters supporting various candidates, but they're still all Democrats. So I'm asking you this. You've got to trust that I'm doing what I know works. I don't have a personal, personal issue with any of these people because I'm going to let you in on a secret. What Nora Powell is doing is just down and dirty politics and good on her. She's able to discredit me some that means she is getting ahead in that area. Now, what I need to do is present more facts and bring out more information. And it's just a chess game. Back and forth, back and forth until guess what? Checkmate. So I'm just asking. I'm asking all of you out there. And I'm not even applying it to me. When you're looking at a situation, let's take, for example, Dennis Tyler. I sat down with Dennis Tyler, the mayor of Muncie, and interviewed him. Not because I'm a major fan. Not because I would have voted for him if I lived in Muncie. Not because I thought he's done a, just a fantastic job but because he's a political figure and what he had to say, whether you agree or disagree with his philosophy is important and it's interesting to hear. 
and because I wanted to ask about the FBI, and I wanted to open a dialogue with him. I believe in fire-based EMS, and I have a lot of fans and friends that watch this show and listen to this show and are on all of this and comment on my posts that disagree. Now, in the next couple days, weeks, and months, I'm going to start presenting why I'm in favor of it, and hopefully I can win some people over. But if I can't, it doesn't mean you have to hate me. It doesn't mean you have to stop listening. It doesn't mean you stop watching the live Facebook feeds. It just means we disagree on Firebase DMS and we go on to the next battle. I've recently asked a question to all of the mayoral candidates in the cities of Winchester and Muncie, and that is, being less than 40 days until early voting starts, and being less than 70 days until the election, I think it's time that you, the mayoral candidates in Winchester, Republican Bob McCoy, Democrat, Bill Richmond, and the mayoral candidates in Muncie, Republican Dan Ridenour, Democrat Terry Witt Bailey, and Libertarian Stephen Smith, release who you're looking at or who you have nailed down for your department heads. And there are people who think that's a great question. And there are people who think that that's not such a great question. Now, I'm not mad at the people who think that's not a great question. I understand they have their opinions. I believe their opinions are valid to them. And they're valid to me. I certainly have my opinions for why I think I should still ask the question. Just because I ask the question doesn't mean it's going to be answered. Just because I ask the question doesn't mean it'll ever be answered. But I look at it this way. If I don't ask it now, I won't know until January 1st. If I do ask it now, maybe I'll be able to find out by December. Maybe they'll never answer. I don't know. You know, we'll have to know because time will take along and it'll just happen. But given the scenario that we are in in both of these communities with such a shit show of the last four years. We are in a different time. Extraordinary times call for extraordinary measures. And that's what we're talking about. In both communities, people are calling for transparency and accountability. Well, this is no better way to be transparent than do this right here. And I apologize about getting all fired up. But it's important to me that people understand. I'm passionate about this. And I want you to be passionate about this. Whether you're a Democrat or a Republican or whatever you call yourself. And I want you to like what I say and I want you to agree. And besides the educational and informative nature that this show is supposed to be... It's also supposed to be entertaining. So there's an element of entertainment to this as well. Now, you might all 
argue that nothing about this is entertaining, or you might argue that none of it is educational and it's all entertaining because I'm an idiot. And I understand every bit of that. But I want folks out there to know, both Democrat and Republican, Libertarian, Independent, Green, and in between, that I will give you all a fair shake looking for common sense. And that's all I ask of you toward me. And if there are things that we agree on, then that's even better. And if there are things that we disagree on, we can disagree, we can argue the point, we can engage in civil discourse. Sometimes it could even get heated. But we need to be respectful, we need to be polite, and we need to move forward. Now, when engaging the officials, folks that are the elected officials or folks that are candidates wanting to be elected officials, it's a little bit different because while I will not get personal, if they allow their personal lives to intersect with their public lives, then that's on them. And if there is a issue that is campaign worthy, I'm going to bring it up. And yeah, campaign seasons always last probably too long on the local level on the state level, and on the national level. It could all be done in six weeks, or should be. So I agree that there comes a point, and it's about this point, it's about the last month and a half, two months, where people start to get campaign fatigue. Where they're tired of hearing the commercials, they're tired of hearing the pros, they're tired of hearing the cons. They're he tired of hearing the negativity because, let's face it, in a campaign, there's positives and there's negatives. But there are negatives. And specifically, when I'm running a campaign, listen, I want to make very clear, wherever you're listening, what I'm talking about, even though the names may be different, and the situations may be different, what I'm saying applies. Now, specifically, locally, in the city of Muncie, I support Republican Troy Ingram, Republican Aaron Clark, Republican Richard Ivey for the at-large council seats. If you're voting Republican or you're a Democrat that will vote Republican, vote for those three people to win over Nora Powell and Linda Gregory and to fill the empty seat that will be filled. If you're a Democrat that cannot vote Republican or will not vote Republican, then I'm supporting Watasha Barnes Griffin. But I am not supporting Nora Powell, Democrat, in any way because she has proven that politics does not look good on her. 
that she cannot handle the power and she's out of control. And I'm sorry, that's it. There are Democrats, folks, that are saying she has burnt bridges. That's not me. That's Democrats. And there are others in the community right now who she's made false claims against. And they won't stand up. So for them, I have to stand up. So I just ask you this. I ask you, if you're a supporter of mine in any way, you've supported most of what I say, you support 50% of what I say, you think some of what I do is good or whatever, but you sometimes get burnt out on my methods because you think I'm beating a dead horse. Continue listening to the show because in short order, we're going to get into solely educational material as we move closer to the election when I talk about absentee voting and I break down what each of the roles do and I cover the candidate interviews and candidate platforms, you know, things like that that you're really going to learn from, okay? And yeah, there are going to be times where I talk in just free form like this, but these shows are what matter. What I put out in supplemental material, in the Facebook Live videos, and in the posts, and in the comments, and the blogs, and the pictures, and the memes, that's all campaigning. If it's proper for her to campaign by going around attempting to discredit me and others by saying that, oh, he's stalking or he's asking these questions and that's not right and I'm just going to cry and he's he's been violent or Audie Barber is a crazy person or I'm this way because he asked me out and I told him no. If she's willing to do that, shame on her. And before you chastise me, do one of two things. Ask yourself what you would do if you were in my position. And then number two, say, what would I do if my son was in his position? And then number three, say, you know what? I might not agree with how he's doing this, so I'm just going to skip this post I'll listen to this show, I'll listen to the next show, and I'll go on by. You know, that's the thing. We don't have to agree. If we disagree most of the time, we don't have to disagree all the time. We might agree sometimes. Politics is give and take, back and forth, civil discourse. And civil discourse is conversation intended to enhance understanding, a level of respect. And while Nora Powell or Sean Byram might not respect me, I give them a teeny bit of respect because they did choose to serve. Now, that doesn't mean I want them where they're at, but I do give them that respect. And I would help either one of them if they ever needed help, flat tire, or they were ever in trouble. But that doesn't mean I want them to be my elected officials or your elected officials. And you might absolutely disagree with something that I say or do, and that's fine. Just understand that it's just one small flake out of the whole big pond of fish food.
there are a whole lot of other morsels out here. And I've got 30-some years of experience. And I'm wanting to do what I can to get others up off their seats and on their feet and to the voting machines and casting votes for folks that should be doing the best they can for our communities. I want what's best for the city of Winchester. I want what's best for the city of Muncie. I want what you want for your community. And I want you to want what's best for your community. And if you live in a community that I've never heard of, whether it be in Indiana or it be in Utah or Idaho or Maine or Florida, I want you to get active, get involved, and get engaged. And I want us as citizens everywhere to better local government through our citizen involvement. You're listening to Perception is Reality. I'm Christopher H. Bilbrey. I'll be right back. Perception. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Folks, here's the thing that we need to keep in mind. No matter what happens, politics is not the real world. Politics is not real life. Yes, this is very important. Yes, the things that are talked about here and the people who win and the people who lose make a difference. And it puts us on a trajectory for where we go in the world within our communities. And it really does matter. But let me tell you what really matters. Your husbands, your wives, your children, your family, your parents, your siblings, your friends, your co-workers, your pets, being outside and enjoying the community that we're fighting for. Being able to have discussions with people that you respect. Meeting new people. And being able to convey a sense of pride in your city and in your community and in yourself. And sometimes we all, even I, have to step away from politics and say, Oh, you know what? I'm going to take a break. I'll be back in a week and it'll all be going on right here. It's like a bacteria. It's living with or without us doing its thing. Now, when we're involved, we have a chance of making things better or making things worse. And we all should be active and involved and trying to do the best that we can do for our communities. We should all be educated and informed. And there's no time like now to start getting active and involved. No time like now. Better late than never. And something is better than nothing. You might be able to be as passionate and on fire for all of this as I am or others are. Maybe you don't have that interest. 
Maybe you just want to do it on a peripheral level. That's fine. Pick your area of comfort and get involved and do your part. Have this be a participatory government. That's what it should be. That's what local government can be. But we need you to step up. Yeah, you right there listening. You that have been thinking about it. You that have had questions. You that enjoys this show. Enjoys what I say. Whether you agree or disagree with me. And you're going to do both. We need you and your support. For your community. Yeah, you. No time better than now to start. Better late than never. Something is better than nothing. Get involved. Get active. And realize when you do need to step away and you do need to take a break because you're having political crap derangement syndrome and you're tired of the bullshit and you're tired of my shit and you're tired of the candidates, say, ah, you know what? I'll be back in a week. I'll be back in two weeks. I'm getting a little burnout. Everybody does that. Everybody goes through it. Every political season, every political cycle, because these cycles are too long. Yeah, I love it. It gives me fodder for my shows. But I have plenty to talk about in the downtimes as well. And... Although I love politics, I do think that we could handle all of this. Town, city, county, state, and federal elections all in six weeks. It should be that way. And I am a massive proponent of that. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But every election season, every election cycle, we get to this point where people are burnt out. But that doesn't mean folks that are doing what I'm doing, the candidates, those of us out here in the trenches, are doing anything wrong. And you just have to understand that. And sometimes you need to say, yeah, I'm just not going to deal with this for a moment. I'll be back and everything will be good. I'll take a breath. I'll center myself. And we'll get back fighting. Folks, I absolutely thank you for tuning in each and every time. And I ask you to continue tuning in. Continue sharing the show, spreading the message, and bringing people to the platform. It's because of you that I do this show, and it's because of you that this show has been a success, and it's because of you that this show continues to grow each and every episode, we have went up in listeners. And for that, I have to absolutely thank you. Yes, me and the producers do the research, talk about the shows, put the things together. Yes, we put time and work into these episodes. Yes, it takes time and work to record after writing and researching, yes, it takes time to edit and to make the little artwork and to plug it relentlessly the way that I do. 
but you all are who share it and you're all who make this possible. And for that, I am eternally grateful. Please continue sharing the show, spreading the word. You can find us everywhere. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play, CastBox, Overcast, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Coming soon will be on YouTube. I want to thank each and every one of you for all that you do and for listening on all of those ways on all of the podcast hosting sites, or for going to the home station of perception.fireside.fm. I ask that you continue sharing that link, perception.fireside.fm. Let's make this something. Let's continue to better our local governments through our citizen involvement. We can do it. We can make our communities the communities that we want them to be. I thank each and every one of you for everything that you do. And for all of us here at Perception is Reality, I want to say thanks for everything that you do, for listening, for contacting us, for calling me, for texting, for emailing, for communicating back and forth on the Facebook comments, for watching the Facebook videos, and for sharing the show. Please continue doing your part. Get folks to listen, like, and subscribe. That way they can get the show without having to do the work because it just pops up if you're a subscriber. Once we go on YouTube, I'll keep you informed. Please continue taking care of one another and definitely take care of yourself. Understand that we are coming close to the end of this election cycle, and then we'll get started on a new project. We have some amazing shows coming up in the next couple weeks and months, and I promise you that we're going to be engaging you out there, that you'll be able to learn something, that you'll be able to take something away and use it tangibly when you're working to be involved and engaged with your communities, wherever that is. I want you to know that I pray for the communities, each and every one, and I pray that God blesses you and yours all in a special way. And for Perception is Reality, I'm Christopher H. Bilbury, and I'll be looking forward to talking to you again real soon. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbury. Bilbury. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbury318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbury. Email khbilbury at gmail.com or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember, perception Perception is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.